Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Is Klopp solving Liverpool's biggest problems? By Tom Holmes. When Liverpool lost 3-1 to Leicester at the end of February, it was the culmination of a truly horrendous run of form that saw the Reds win just one of their seven league games in January and February, as well as crash out of two cup competitions. Overall, we registered just two wins from 12 across those two months. A 1-0 win over Plymouth in the FA Cup replay and the 2-0 demolition of Spurs. After the Leicester game, Klopp made a point of saying that his side needed to find new ways to win games. It was at this point that criticisms of his side's mentality and defensive frailties reached, arguably, their peak. Since then, Liverpool have played 10 games, which is a reasonable sample size. Over that period, Liverpool have won 6, drawn 3 and lost 1 for a total of 21 points. Over the course of a whole season, that would translate to 80 points, which is slightly more than the Reds will end up with this campaign. And yet, over this 10-game period, which has been, in many ways, symptomatic of Liverpool's entire season, how many times have Liverpool played well? How many of those games have they deserved to win? The 3-1 win over Arsenal right at the start is arguably the only one. Liverpool played well against City, but probably didn't deserve to win the game, and on balance, a one-all draw is fair. And against Everton, it was the case that Liverpool played reasonably well, but were bolstered by a fabulous finishing and horrendous goalkeeping, and on balance, were slightly fortunate, as Everton had excellent chances. The crucial turning point in Liverpool's campaign in 2017 appears to be the 2-1 win over Burnley. And since then, the team have been able to pull out a string of so-called ugly wins. Against Stoke, Liverpool were awful, but were able to turn over a 1-0 deficit to win 2-1. The following week, a Bobby Firmino header proved the difference as the Reds saw of West Brom. And of course, there was the 1-0 win over Watford last Monday. But here's the rub. Over this period, as much as any other, but truthfully all season long, people have been questioning two areas. One point has been made that it's a mental issue, that Liverpool simply don't have the mental strength to produce results when things aren't going their way against smaller teams. Another is that defensively, Liverpool are extremely error-prone and make lots of mistakes. Both of these points are extremely valid and have categorically been issues all season long. But I think Klopp has started to solve both issues. Because here we are, 10 games after Klopp said that his team needed to be tougher and find ways to win. Liverpool have struggled at times, have not been fluid, and can scarcely say that they've played well. 
but they've done exactly what Klopp asked and ground out results, losing just once in that period and all but securing top four in the process. Moreover, from the defensive point of view, Klopp has been able to play Lovren and Matip as a central partnership for four league games in a row for the first time since October. And as a result, Liverpool have racked up three clean sheets in those games. Of course, this is oversimplifying what has been a very rocky two months or so. Liverpool's defence imploded against Crystal Palace, and dropping two points against Bournemouth due to a late equaliser was incredibly poor. Moreover, as solid defensively as Liverpool were against Southampton, they were absolutely woeful going forward. But the bottom line is this. Klopp realised things weren't working. He was missing key players, results simply weren't going their way, and we were in real danger of missing out on Champions League football. So Klopp changed things to try and solve these two big issues, our defensive implosions and our mentality issues. Over the last 10 games, whisper it, but things have definitely improved. Liverpool have conceded just nine goals, back to a manageable, if still below par, 0.9 goals per game. Over two points a game represents Champions League-worthy form. And have Liverpool too often relied on moments of individual world-class quality from key players to win games? Yes. But here's the point. Klopp has those players at his disposal. Does he know that Emery Chan is going to pull off a bicycle kick against Watford? Of course not. But between Coutinho, Firmino and Origi, Klopp trusts that his front three are good enough that one of them is likely to produce a match-winning performance on any given day. And until the Saints game, Liverpool's first failure to notch a goal in three months, he was proven correct. So looking ahead to next season, I wanted to highlight three key individuals in the side who will all prove crucial if Liverpool are to finally shake off the negative mentality that has been a real problem at this club for a long time, and that I believe Klopp is finally making strides towards getting rid of. Joel Matip Matip has been critical in the improvement at the heart of Liverpool's defence. Whilst overall his 2017 has been patchy, he has turned in some genuinely exceptional performances in the last couple of months, and particularly in the last week. He was Liverpool's best player against Saints, and our second best behind Emery at Watford. And it's no coincidence that Matip's return to form and playing alongside a regular partner in Lovren has resulted in Liverpool turning in three strong defensive performances in four games. Emery Chan Emery Chan is at the heart of Klopp's pragmatism in recent weeks and, simply put, this run wouldn't have happened or worked without him. He showed his snideness against Arsenal, but the Burnley and Watford performances showed that Chan is the master of this win-ugly, grind-out results mentality. He scored two wonderful goals in those games, but more importantly has done everything he can to win midfield battles and keep his team in the game over the last two months. Felipe Coutinho Whilst Firmino has also been extremely important in ensuring Liverpool produced big results, nobody has done more to spark Liverpool than Coutinho. Four goals and an assist in five games in April yielded 10 points for his team, with his goals and performances vital to Liverpool's momentum staying. He's one of a handful of players who can provide key moments when the team isn't playing well. Have Liverpool finally gotten rid of the mental problems and defensive inconsistencies that have plagued their season? Well, no, of course not. It was just two weeks ago that Howlers cost us three points against Crystal Palace, and just two days since we failed miserably to break down Southampton. But Klopp promised a change of focus, and although the road to the top four has been far from flawless over the last two months, if Liverpool can drag themselves over the line, the truth is this. 
Klopp has delivered. And given another summer with this squad and another transfer window to do business in, there's no reason to sense that Klopp can't keep delivering. Yes, he has made mistakes, fundamental ones. And yes, there's no denying that January and February were shambolic. But has Klopp learned from them? Are there positive signs that he's addressing the systematic issues at this football club? I would suggest that the results over the last 10 games would suggest that there are. I think it's actually impossible to argue with Tom's logic in this piece. And the proof, of course, and the final justification of the sentiment behind the piece will be if and when Champions League football is is, uh, secured. Because if it is, then Jurgen Klopp will be able to say, okay, we had a rough period, a few bobbles. And like Tom says in his piece, we made some uh, adjustments and changes to try to uh, rectify that. And we did. And that's that will be the case if we get Champions League football. If we don't, you're going to be able to say, look, we made those changes, but nobody will care. That's the difference. None of us will care because it will have come to naught. So I can only hope, I'm going to keep this short because Tom's piece was long and detailed and a very, very good piece and worth your attention. I can only hope that um, we can read this piece back by Tom. We can read it back in a couple of weeks time and go, yeah, that was it. That's what we needed. That's what happened. And we can celebrate the changes that Jurgen put in place and the players who helped to make those changes. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.